Now, welcome to another inspiring edition of Sound Insight with Dr. Tom Curran. Good morning. Welcome to Sunset. This is Dr. Tom Kern. It's great to be with you today. I've got two interviews. I'm so excited about that. And it's going to cover the whole program. These are both leaders of events happening this weekend. One in Spokane at the Immaculate Heart Retreat Center and the other one at Black Diamond Camp in Auburn, Washington. Both of the events are on the theme of forgiveness, healing, freedom, the gifts of forgiveness. One is being led by Charlie Fink. He is a therapist and he's going to be leading a, uh, a retreat that will also, it's a 24-hour event that will help you prepare for Lent. More on this in a minute. Hey, this is Dr. Tom Curran, the host of Sound Insight, but also a realtor serving wonderful folks like you in the state of Washington and in Idaho. I've had the privilege and pleasure of helping dozens of families in the last two and a half years discern and find a a strategy, a path, and a plan to help their families find a whole new life in eastern Washington and northern Idaho. If I could be of service to you in that, I would love to. Please reach out, drtomcurran.com, drtomcurran.com. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, our God, we come before you today, and Lord, we know the blockage, we know the difficulty, the challenge it is to forgive others as you have forgiven us. And so, Lord, we ask for grace and mercy today. We ask Jesus' blessing upon these interviews that they would touch our minds and hearts and open us to be able to receive the gift of forgiveness that you have for us, that you're extending to us, and Lord, that you would unbind us and set us free to be able to offer that gift of forgiveness to others. Lord Jesus, we're powerless without you, without your grace, without your healing to be able to do that. And so we do look to you with confidence today. And we make this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. As I mentioned, I've got two interviews today. The first one is with Charlie Fink. He's a therapist. He works with uh, individuals and a lot with married couples and, and talks about the theme of forgiveness quite a bit as flowing out of that. That's the first interview today. And he's the author of a book, As We Forgive Those Who've Trespassed Against Us. It's a powerful book. I encourage you to look. Uh, you can find it on Amazon and other um, other platforms as well. And so we'll start with him. Well, I want to welcome to the program Charlie Fink. Charlie is going to be leading a retreat out here uh, this upcoming weekend, January the 26th and 27th. And that's very exciting that he's going to be out here talking about forgiveness and about getting ready for Lent. Charlie, what are you doing? I I, I want to like live in ordinary time. Are you kind of pushing Lent onto me already? Oh, no, I, goodness. <laughs> it's a great way to put it. No, what I'm pushing on you is the ability and willingness to forgive. And Lent is just a great opportunity to, to do that. Yeah. Well, all right. I forgive you then for pushing that on. <laughs> See, it's working. Is it working? <laughs> if yeah. you meant it and if you if, knew how. Ooh, wait what, a minute. Well, that's what the that's what the retreat is all about, Tom. Um, I've been a marriage and family counselor for over forty years, and part of the healing process is the ability and willingness to forgive. And what I've learned is most people don't know how to forgive, mm-hmm. and so that's what this retreat is about. Yeah. Well, you know, I it's this is something that I've said. My wife Carrie and I married twenty nine years. Uh, blessed with nine children, and now we have three of them in their 20s and three uh, women. Not, none of them are married. But when we talk about 
like when you're considering a spouse, the fundamental importance of having a vital faith because of the like fundamental role that forgiveness and reconciliation play mm-hmm. in a married life. And if you're not married to someone who has a vibrant relationship with Jesus Christ and is really attempting to practice their faith, that idea of forgiving and extending uh, and uh, asking for forgiveness that you you should not presume that that that's going to be able to happen but that it's not going to be able to happen easily or well and that will leave a lot of wounds and have a lot of damaging impacts on the relationship and even on the family now is that overstated or what are, what are your thoughts on that no you've you've just uh, uh paraphrased the whole weekend the whole retreat <clears throat> beautifully um and and it's it's difficult if if i could only do one type of counseling it would be premarital mm-hmm. and I uh, get an opportunity every once in a while to do premarital counseling during that week of intense counseling. Uh, one of the things we talk about is the ability and willingness. And there are two different words. The ability is, can I do this? And the willingness, do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. And, and most uh, young couples, most people don't know how they're willing <clears throat> and they're willing to say, well, I forgive you. They use those words. But unless those words are attached to uh, a meaningful process of forgiving in a relationship with the Lord, it does not happen. There's a scripture, Hebrews 12, 15, and it says, don't let any bitter root spring forth, hurting you and defiling those around you. And this is what happens when we don't forgive. Our hurts and wounds turn into uh, judgments, resentments, and bitternesses. And that defiles any relationship. You know, I um, all right. So I'm feeling prompted here. I was not going to do this, Charlie, but I'm going to share a text I wrote uh, two nights ago um, to a fellow at that is in leadership with me around sports at the Chesterton Academy. And I said, uh-huh. and I said his name, and then I said, please forgive me for my non-communication to you about posting blah 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 that was wrong of me i shouldn't have done that and please forgive me as well for my attitude last night in our conversation i was a bit frustrated and disappointed with the direction things were going but i didn't handle it well and then i really have no idea how much work you're doing to make all of this work for all of the teams and i certainly don't want to be a problem for you i want to be an asset and a supporter but thank you for your patience and working with me through this what you were doing was repenting what he needs to do as per your request is to forgive you and so the hope is that when we ask to be forgiven that people will forgive that they know how and again this is why i've i've written a book i'll I'll show you the book i don't know if you've seen it but uh this is the book and it's as we forgive those oh tremendous okay And uh, it's, it shares everything that I'll be sharing. As a matter of fact, at the retreat, uh, we give everybody a book as well nice. as part of the retreat. And so yes. I want them to have this lasting ability to, to learn how to forgive. Yeah. So um, uh, let's, let's dial this in a bit, right? Because you're talking about, um, uh, it's a Lenten planning retreat with this theme of how to forgive with Christ as our model. Yes. Um, Talk about 
what that means to have Christ as the model of forgiveness. The, the, the whole concept of forgiving is, is not only based on teachings that I've been doing for many years, but on a simple prayer. And I spent, uh, gosh, literally years uh, uh, wanting to write about forgiving, recognizing that most people, again, don't know how. Did a lot of research. As a matter of fact, one of the people, uh, I, won't, I, won't, I won't mention a name, but was a, a Jesuit priest who also wrote about forgiving. And his prayer was like three pages long. And I thought, this is not portable. This doesn't work. And so I was teaching up in, uh, where was I? My wife and I were doing a marriage retreat up in uh, in uh, Michigan. And I was teaching on forgiving. And uh, all the aspects and, and parts of forgiving, which I'll be going through on the weekend, is, uh, uh, and a, a young man came up to me after and said, do you have a prayer of forgiving? I said, no, we have a prayer asking God to help us to forgive. He came in the next day, Tom, and he had this prayer. And it's it's a simple prayer. Uh, uh, I'll show you what it looks like. And uh, it's, I, I know this doesn't translate to just voice, but uh, it's a simple little prayer. And it's based entirely on scripture. So this is the part where we include the Lord in the process, that forgiving is a, a collaboration between me and God. God, Jesus has part of it. We give him permission to take the judgment and bitterness out of our heart. That's his job. There's my part. My part is to give up my right to be paid back, to declare that uh, God is the righteous judge. My God is to bless the people that, that uh, I'm forgiving. And so we include uh, our, our, our faith in the whole process. And one of the reasons that that I'm, and I want to say I'm on fire about this, and I've been doing it for 40 years, is uh, it works. I don't, it, that's a little too utilitarian for some people, but I have a sign in my office and it, it lights up and it says, Jesus works. If we give nice. him the opportunity, it, it, he works, yeah. I love that. Again, I'm talking with Charlie Fink, and if you're being blessed by the conversation you have, you're in the Spokane area, or you can make it out to the Immaculate Heart Retreat Center, please come out this weekend. It's for one day, 24 hours. Begins on Friday late afternoon at 4.30 on the 26th, and it ends at 4.30 in the afternoon on the 27th. And the theme is how to forgive with Christ as our model. And there'll also be a sort of a background or overarching theme of helping you get ready for your upcoming Lent, which is just a, a couple of weeks after that. Hi, this is Dr. Tom Curran, and you know me as the host of Sound Insight. I am also letting folks know that as a realtor licensed in the state of Washington and in Idaho, I love serving Catholic families and others who are discerning a move for yourselves. It's much more than buying or selling a home. It's discerning a whole new life. If that's something that you would find uh, a help in if I could be of service to you, please be in touch. You can find out more at drtomcurran.com. drtomcurran.com. So Charlie, I, I want to dive into this because you just said some really powerful things about what people should do. You talk about ability, ability and willingness, knowing how, and then taking action. 
when it comes to the idea of surrendering to Christ, the bitterness, the resentment, and that desire to be paid back, what a great phrase, uh, a powerful phrase, that you're talking about many folks who are the victims of other people's sins, right? And, and we're all victims of other people's sins almost on a daily basis, right? In, in words and deeds, the way that people yes. treat us, is it's just not perfect. It's not always full of grace. But there are those hurtful words or gl glances or actions that are truly damaging and hurtful and and mean and and, ha and have malice in them. And, and and so when people are facing those like those types of places in their hearts and their memories where they you're saying to them, you're called upon to forgive and you're called upon to ask Christ to remove that that bitterness and that that desire for being paid back in their hearts and you know what they'll say i don't want to i, I don't want to i want to nurture the anger and i want that person hurt for what they've done that's How one of the help? pitfalls and you're absolutely right <clears throat> the first part of the weekend i'm going to be talking about what we do instead of forgiving and and what is it that makes forgiving difficult and that's one of them I don't want to forgive. Well, as a counselor, I'm kind of dead in the water when someone says to me, uh, I, I don't want to do this. I then confront them with, why are you here? Why, what, what is it that you want from me? How can I help you? Then I become, it's easy to teach someone how, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> how to do something, but to get them to be willing to do it is something else. And then I become a cheerleader. And, and I, I tell them that forgiving is a process of first, and this is, this is tough, first recognizing the wound. Once the wound becomes a resentment, judgment, or bitterness, then it becomes much harder to deal with. And that's where revenge or payback comes in. And that's part of our, our fleshly nature. We want things to be balanced. We give that up. We give up our right to be paid back. So it becomes a willful, volitional choice. And the hope is that during this weekend, I can, I can encourage people and show them how, how to do that. And sadly, what the consequences are if we don't. And that's mm -hmm. Hebrews 12, 15. Don't let any bitter root spring forth, hurting you and defiling those around you. And when people think about that, do I want to defile the people around me? At least it it throws a little chink into the gear of their revenge and their bitterness. And and hopefully they'll make a decision. And then yeah. we'll learn how to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to share with you three quick ways that I have been helped to ask for forgiveness or to uh -huh. extend forgiveness uh -huh. and see if they resonate with uh, the insights and, and, and the path that you've you've walked. The first is um, in receiving God's love, I realize my own need for mercy. It's that, you know, the, the you know, the, the slave who didn't forgive the little debt, but exactly. uh, asked for forgiveness from the large debt. Right. Yeah. So, so it's the realization that God has forgiven me so much. How can I not forgive this one? How can I hold back in that? So that's that's one way. The second way is letting Christ come into those wounds in my life and saying, I, I was I was not absent when you went through this. 
And I want to be able to take the pain, the suffering, the poison that is in you. I want to take it upon myself and I'm going to exchange places with you. And I'm going to give you a freedom from that memory and from the wounding that's in your heart and your spirit. Um, and so that that inner healing process, that would be sort of a second one. Uh-huh. And, and then the third one is just incorporating a, um, a typical practice, especially as Catholics, of uh, going to confession. Um, yeah. So not only daily repentance, but a regular practice of, of confession, which involves, I accuse myself, I did it, and I'm sorry, and forgive me, and I'll make up for it, and I'll never do it again, right? So that the stages of making a good confession. Um, do any of those play a part in in how you approach or experience um, asking for uh, extending forgiveness? Of course they do. They are not. <clears throat> they they are included in the prayer. If in and in a moment I can read that prayer to you. It only takes. Oh a moment. yeah. But <clears throat> what what you're saying is, and this is really included in the scripture. As Catholics, every mass we say the Lord's prayer. This is in Matthew, and right at the end of that, and and this is what I call the nuclear option. It's one of the things I share when when uh, we talk about. What is it that's good about forgiving? And the primary one that I share, even though it's probably not the most significant, is it enhances our relationship with God. Think of every moment that you're hurt or wounded and you turn to forgive, you're bringing Jesus into your life. And there's a lot of hurt and wounds like you just mentioned. Imagine how often we'd be turning to the Lord and inviting him in through forgiving because of every hurt and wound. Well, Jesus talks about this in Matthew when he says, If you forgive others their sins, I'll forgive you. But if you don't forgive others their sins, I will not forgive you. That, Mm -hmm. to me, is the nuclear option. That's the one that says, I don't have a choice. You know, I want to be forgiven, and this is where reconciliation comes in. This is where repentance comes in. I want to be forgiven. So what's the... And it's a demand. It's a command. Now... I share that, and those that are listening, I want you to know there are other really beneficial uh, things to forgiving. And and the one that I, I emphasize is that we, we strengthen that relationship with Jesus. And when you mm-hmm. think about it, this is what every Christian wants, every Catholic, every day, every time we go to Mass. It, it's just part of it. We want to enhance that relationship. Yeah, and, and Charlie, you actually went right into what I was going to say, is that um, sources of motivation for folks to want to come on the retreat, to be equipped, and then to take action, to be able to exercise this beautiful spiritual practice of forgiving others, using Christ as our model. You just identified the principal benefit, which is we're going to go deeper into our relationship with Christ, which is so yes. beautiful. Um Talk about, let's call it some of the existential benefits of forgiving. I'm going to name two and see if, again, these Uh strike you as, oh, yeah, well, of course. The first is restoration, that reconciliation with Christ like releases us to to move back into ways of seeing the world and, and relating to people that we just lost and we didn't realize the losses that we were carrying around in our lives because we were bound up in unforgiveness. I, I, how many people that I know that 
like went back to confession after a long time and and received forgiveness and we're like i am so peaceful and i'm free but then the same is true when they extend forgiveness to others it's like oh my gosh i feel so light i feel free i like i've got a whole new horizon a whole way of looking at things is, does that yeah it, let me read the prayer yeah please and 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 it will it start out by saying lord i forgive and this is where we we uh we identify the individual and what it is that hurt us and that means being able to identify and label the the feelings and the emotions which is difficult uh, a lot of men struggle with the idea of identifying and labeling they say i feel something but i, I don't know what words to use to uh to be able to share them so we start out by doing that and and i go through a lesson on that uh during the weekend lord i forgive so and so for doing this to me the prayer says, Lord, I give you permission to take the judgment and bitterness out of my heart. I do not want this in my life. I surrender it to you and ask you to remove it, to heal me where I have been wounded, to forgive me where I have sinned. I choose not to blame or hold the actions of the other against them. I surrender my right to be paid back for my loss by the one who has sinned or trespassed against me, and in so doing, I declare my trust in God alone as the righteous judge. Father God, bless them in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that mm -hmm. simple. And when an individual chooses to do each one of these, not just to recite it the way I just did, when I go through this prayer on the weekend, I stop at each important part and explain it entirely, giving the, the, the scriptural references for it, and the effect that this has on in our life. And it's uh, uh, it's interesting, one of the things when I have actually longer time, uh, I, uh, I, I spent oh, several days uh, a month or two ago looking for a particular file from a, a couple that I started working with. I'd seen them many years ago. And I found literally hundreds of letters and comments thanking me for the process of teaching them how to forgive. And one of them was a letter from a couple who had been married for 50 years, and they invited me to their their wedding uh, uh, get-together, their their anniversary, anniversary? celebration. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and thanking me for the, we spent a week together teaching them how to forgive each other. And they wow. said, we made, it, we made it to 50 years because we believe you helped us do that. And so that's one of the benefits. And like you said, there's a lightness, there's a freedom and an, an identity of uh, I'm a sinner. How can I judge someone else? But even with that question, many of us do anyway. We, we judge yes. others, we blame others. Anytime there's a judgment or a resentment, it's always, and I don't use that term very often, always preceded by a perceived hurt or wound. So the better well, we become being able to identify and label those hurts and wounds, then we make it easier for us to forgive. Forgiving it, for, <clears throat> forgiving is simple. It's just not easy. Yeah. It's very profound. Well, no, I'm, Therese, again, I'm, talk, I'm talking with Charlie Fink. Okay. And uh, my, my sense is that he's going to say the words, if we really want to love, we must learn how to forgive. That's my sense. Am That's I what right? Mother Teresa said. Yes. <laughs> You're right. 
<laughs> well, okay. So full disclosure, I'm on the the uh, Immaculate Heart Retreat Center website, which is ihrc.net. And if you look under events, you'll see your smiling face right there <laughs> okay. uh, highlighting. And, and it gives you the opportunity to register for your 24-hour Lenten planning retreat, How to Forgive with Christ as our model. Charlie Fink, he's leading it. It begins again this Friday at 4.30 in the afternoon, and it goes until Saturday at 4.30. And so Folks, I want to encourage you, again, um, beautiful events happening this weekend, and here's one in the Spokane area. If you're in this area, come out to the beautiful retreat center to, to be able to be with Charlie and allow him to accompany you, to walk you through this process and experience uh, being unbound and set free, like Lazarus, unbound and set free by your extending forgiveness to others. It's like a spiritual resurrection. So, Charlie, in the last couple minutes we have, Connect this to Lent. Like, yes. how will you weave all of this into having a great Lent? The way, one of the first times I did this, I did it at St. Joseph's in, in, uh, out here at Liberty Lake area. And uh, I asked someone to help me with a, a, a circular to be put out. And they said, uh, you know, giving up chocolate for Lent is one thing. But that's really not what Lent is all about. It's great for children. It really is. It teaches them to do something that's difficult. But why give up something instead when we can learn to do something that's life-changing and doesn't last just for 40 days? It, mm. it becomes a way of life. And this is, my, this is my hope and my goal in sharing these principles, to teach someone something that literally can change their lives, enhance their relationship with the Lord, and, and all the things that we talked about. It, mm -hmm. it simply makes a difference in people's life. I have called this talk uh, in the past, living with forgiving. And, and it means not just, boy, can I do this? Can I live with forgiving? But literally living the way God designed us to live, the way he modeled for us through his son. And so this is what I hope to share. Well, it, Charlie, it's uh, I mentioned a couple of, like I said, two benefits, and you, I think, touched upon the second one, which is when you are willing to integrate the uh, the act of asking for forgiveness and extending forgiveness, it 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 brings about a kind of uh, hu uh, humility and hilarity. We don't take ourselves too mm. seriously. Yeah. And 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 we have this ease of like for instance, what did I do? I sent out this text to this guy, right? Yeah. It would have been a lot easier to rationalize what I said and I was right. And, and you know, it's Tom, it's that's one of the things I put in there, what we do instead of forgiving. Understanding. How many yeah. people have said to me, I said, Well, have you forgiven that person? They said, Oh no, see, I understand. I understand. They, they didn't mean this or they didn't mean that. And it gets in the way of true forgiving. Yeah. Amen. I, I, I completely agree with that. You're right. That act of extending forgiveness is a huge act. And it's, it's again, it's an act yes. that Christ enables us to do. Yes. Well, Charlie, I really appreciate your time being with me today on the program and giving folks just a little little taste of what is to come at this retreat. And so, again, a beautiful weekend to experience 
the the power of God to bring forgiveness into our lives, let it be operating through our lives, and then be able to extend that to others. Brothers and sisters, this will transform your marriage, your relationships uh -huh. with your siblings, your parents, your children, your grandchildren. It will revolutionize in, in, in God's way uh, what God has for your family. So, Charlie, thank you for being willing to do this, your commitment to this, and thanks for being with me today on the program. You're very welcome, Thomas, and thank you.